in a world where millennials have no idea what the f*** they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. Welcome to the show that will drink your Starbucks for you. What's with Millennials podcast. And now, here are your hosts of the show. Hello and welcome to a brand spanking new What's with Millennials podcast where we talk about pop culture, tech, and media. I'm your host, Adonis, sitting here with my co-host. True ass. Yeah, boy. Yeah. What is up? What's going on, Yes, bro? I love that opening. That open, that epic opening. That is amazing. That was pretty awesome. Yes. We timed that pretty well, too. I'm pretty proud of us. No, yes, that was really good. <laughs> um, for the people who don't know, this episode of What's With Millennials podcast, we're going to be talking about remembering Stan Lee. Yes. Um, for those who don't know, Stan Lee has passed away. He did, unfortunately. Dearly departed. Uh, age of 95. Long life. Um, long life. Long life, definitely. Um, but before we start talking about him, this episode was brought to you by Within Range, the upcoming apparel company of the future. What first started off as a disc golfer's passion has turned into an overnight sensation. Now everything you do can be Within Range. Check them out at facebook.com slash Within Range Disc Golf. That is facebook.com slash Within Range Disc Golf. D I S C golf yes now truex how has your week been bro it's been a little rough really uh, yeah it's, it's 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 been uh well we had a, a loss in the family so uh that that was a tough one uh, yeah. um you you know we we watched her over the last three weeks kind of just get to this point where you could tell she was ready to go so she left um and then the next day stanley died that's <laughs> yeah. same ages 95 Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, it's been a decent week, it, you know, besides the smoke outside. That's oh, yeah. yeah Thanks from they, the fires. Oh, yes. it's, it's horrible. The California smoke. There was yeah. a warning that has been going out. Um, first of all, school was canceled today for me. Yeah, that's weird. And it's weird. canceled tomorrow. Well, they found out that there's either like some kind of pollution or some kind of toxin in the air that's like a biohazard. Oh, awesome. So they didn't want people coming into school breathing in this toxic air. Oh, so so there's like a biohazard in the air? I don't know if it's official, but like there's warnings that have been going out because of the non 
100% non-breathable air out here yeah um in northern california so that's Um, why my throat's all jacked up i'm i've been outside yeah (laughs) so there have been people a lot of people who have been going into the hospital um for breathing problems including me oh so i was going to talk to you about this but um i went to the hospital oh snap yes i was having problems breathing it was weird i felt like i couldn't inhale a hundred percent it was weird it was a really weird feeling not not feeling like you can oh. breathe all the way, yeah. That's crazy. It was, yeah. I had no clue, dude. I'm sorry. No, you're I'm, good. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay now. Yeah. Um, I've been checked up and uh, checked out and everything. By the way, wanted, I wanted to bring up something else. Um, they really streamlined... I had an appointment with my doctor, and they really streamlined my appointment. Like, I felt like they were... I don't know if I want to say they were in a rush to get me out, but I was in and out within, like... 10 minutes oh dang like super super quick he was like oh, yep you're alive okay get out of here <laughs> you're breathing you're good yeah uh, that's typical that's yeah typical. so they, you know they got so many people to go through yeah and, especially with these same problems too yeah and if it's not something that's like life-threatening they're not going to keep you there there's just no point they can give you what you need and send you home i gotcha so that's how um how my week has been so oh, they had that hospital visit. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, you're good, man. Um, some people were having worse than me because they are dealing without Stanley. Yeah, so, yeah. So that that right there can be heartbreaking. Um, so yeah, so I had that. Has um, anyone checked on Wolverine yet? What do you mean? Anyone checked on him? Is oh, he, how he's doing without yeah, Stanley? Yeah. No, because he died. Um, <laughs> anyway, continue on. So. <laughs> I had that, I had the hospital visit, um, I had no school, um, which means that I had more time to do chores. Yeah, it's funny how adulting works. Yeah. Your days off turned into days on. Um, and then I started my new job and been training on that. Um, an assistant manager at a store. Yeah. Woo woo. Props. Um, Good for you. Thank you. Appreciate that, you. man. You know, getting back into the management thing again, it feels good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's been kind of my week. Um, do you have anything for news before we even started getting to started with that? For for news? Yes. yes, I do have news. Okay, cool. I actually have about three articles of news as well. Okay. So that we can go back and forth trading Sounds news stories. Good. Ready for Perfect. this? Yes. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and get started with our next segment, which is news. Jeremy, hit it. That's the way the news goes. Yes, so news today. Um, I wanted to start off with, uh, we already kind of talked about it, but uh, to really get in depth here is uh, the fires here in California. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, especially Camp Fire. Camp Fire is the largest fire in, most destructive fire in California history. And uh, it's, it's only, um, uh, oh, I, I think it's only our responsibility to share the articles that come up on it right now because there are a lot of people affected, including people here in Sacramento because of the smoke. But I can't complain compared to what people are seeing in loss. Um, but the death toll now uh, in, in the campfire here in California is uh, 48. Um, oh, wow. And that's just what they found. There's still plenty of people missing. Mm-hmm. And um, not including people, but people's like 
family pets. Yeah, and that's just at the time of yeah. this recording. Yeah, that's at the time of this recording. That's probably going to go up, unfortunately. I hate to say that. Um, but it is the largest wild, wildfire in California history. Um, and, uh, it, you know, I'm just so saddened. I have friends that live up there. Um, they're still, they're okay. They're safe. Yeah. But they're still waiting to hear if they still have a home. They don't oh, wow. know yet. Um, uh, and they, she just told me that her friends, uh, their friends just found out that both of their houses burned down. So it's, it's, it's a tough fire and that death toll keeps going up. So it, if anyone has the capability to donate, whether it's blankets or kids clothing or food or whatever it may be, send it up that way. Find, find a program that's sending uh, things over uh, to the paradise Chico area and, and you know, let's all work together and helping these people because it's, 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 it's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's Northern California area. Yes. Northern California. All right. Um, so this news article I have, um, have you heard, are you a Pixar fan? I am a Pixar fan. I love Pixar. I love Pixar. Ever since Toy Story came out, oh, I was yeah. a big fan. That's actually one of my favorite yes. uh, Pixar movies. Well, they are going to release a Toy Story 4. Ooh. Um, yeah, so Pixar just released two new videos at the time of this recording. Um one was a very nonsensical, about like 60 second video that's online that basically um, has all the main gang, Woody Buzz and friends holding hands while they're ringing around a rosy in slow motion. Um, and then a spork pops up on screen. Do you know what a spork is? Yes. A spork is across a, a plastic spoon and a fork cross between yeah so it looks like a spoon with like fork ends on it yeah and there was a spork that popped up popped up on screen with um like those glue on googly eyes and what do you call those um so the creepy eyes i think googly eyes are creepy yeah and and um yeah and it was like uh i forget what it's called wire it had some like arms that were like wired mesh that you wrap around, that someone wrapped around it. Obviously, a kid did this, wrapped around, and all he was doing was screaming and yelling back and forth, like, ah, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> like, he's not supposed to be alive. Like, someone made, shifted, made that toy. So, yes. So, I, I loved the fact that they had that because I feel like they're having a toy that's going through an existential crisis, <laughs> which is how I'm feeling. So, that's like perfect for me. I thought it was I thought it was crazy. Yeah, he was yeah. sitting there yelling, "I'm not supposed to be here." Anyway, so I thought that was cool. Um, in the second video that they posted, they brought back one of my favorite comedy duos of all time. Comedy. So, what kind of comedy? Duo? Comedy duos, stand up comedy. Yeah, kind of like sketch comedy okay. is more proper. Okay. Um, Key and Peele. Ah, uh-uh. do you know who yeah. those guys are? Yes. Okay, Key and Peele are in. The new Toy Story Four. Yes, um, they play That's awesome, right? They no, play. Dude, I, I they, can only imagine. What are the characters? Yes, uh, they they play two. They look like they're carnival toys, um, like the stuffed animals. Um, so one is Bunny, and the other one's Ducky. <laughs> right, and they're sitting there. And you ever see that sketch on Key and Pill where like they're talking about movies, um, where they're like, um, "Oh, you ever see a?" Uh, uh, my my man Lee, my what wait Neesons? You ever see my man Neesons? They're talking about Liam Neeson. Oh no, I haven't well, seen okay, it. Okay, well they 
they do little stuff like that, but basically it was like a play off that sketch, but they were talking about, they're making fun of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> And and they're all getting his catchphrase wrong, but anyway, but it was pretty funny. That that was also like I'm, a I'm, cool. I'm gonna have to go check him out. Yeah, it was I, pretty funny. I, I gotta go watch him because I am a, a Pixar Toy Story fan. Awesome, so. but yeah, you'll love that. Um, so that is re- Toy Story Four is releasing next summer, so it's ooh, coming up pretty ooh. soon. All right, your next new, new story. Uh, next news story I have here is border agents um, doing their job. Um, you know, they're out arresting some, uh, um, some people that are natives of Mexico, um, coming into, into our country with, um, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Wait, they're arrest, they're going to Mexico and no, arresting no, Mexicans? No, 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 They were, they were crossing the border. Border agents arrested these, these mm-hmm. Mexican natives. Okay. Coming across the border with okay. $500,000. Holy crap. Of That's cocaine. Gross. I was going to defend them, but I can't really defend yeah. them. That's a lot. It's a, it's a, that's a lot of cocaine. Well, th- those could Ugh. be sleeping bags. Those could a, make... they, they could. They, they look like midget mattresses. Um, that's not politically correct, but, you know, that's that's a lot of cocaine. That is a lot. Um, so uh, it, it says nearly half a million dollars worth of cocaine was seized in three separate drug busts over the weekend. Um, border agents arrested a 28-year-old man and a 52-year-old woman, both Mexican nationals, on November 8th after a search of their vehicle revealed 10 packages of alleged cocaine. Okay. Yeah. There was just one person? Two people? Yeah, two people that have been arrested so far in this. Yeah, no, that's no bueno. Those people I don't care about. It's it's the other people I care about. Yes. But, um, wow, that is a lot. That's a lot of cocaine. Those guys do not represent the Mexican people, though. I don't want people out there to think... That, oh, all the Mexicans are coming over here because, you know, they're trying to sell their coke and all that. And that's not, that was it's two people out of how many hundreds of thousands of people that come over here. Yeah, the people that come here legally usually come over here and are representing our country for what they have it for. I, I think that if I was in the same position as even the people who don't come here legally, if I was in the same position and I, I had my kids and there's a chance of either me dying or my kids possibly dying or being caught up in some gang war, I would get the hell away from it regardless of whatever laws say that for me to do what or whatever. Yes. Just trying, it's just self-survival in general. Yeah. But if we're talking about people that are coming from like Guatemala, there's like four countries that separate us and Mm -hmm. them and they go all the way through to get here. Well, not everyone does that. And even so, if someone does that, doesn't necessarily mean that they could are allowed to stay. Um, There's even certain tests. I don't even want to get too much much of this. Um, But yes, but those kind of people we don't need in here. I agree. Um, Ooh, okay. This one right here. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. Cartoon film production company, Illumination. Have you heard of them? Illumination? No. Maybe. Maybe you'll recognize them by these um, cartoon film productions that they've done. Despicable Me. Oh, yes. Okay, then yes, Uh, I know them. Life of Pets. Life of Pets is a good one. Minions. Minions, I well, of course, which is Despicable Me. If you don't like either one of those, you're you're a little re-re. And then uh, the new Grinch movie. They also Ooh. made the new Grinch Ooh. movie. Have you heard about that? No. Okay, so there's a new Grinch movie that's out as well. Yes. Um, I wasn't going to talk about the Grinch movie, but I hope it's doing good. I hope it's good. Uh, you know, I, I I thought about the debate between the Grinch movie for, you know, Jim Carrey and then this one. Um, 
but I have to see this one to kind of decide. But anyway, it's not about that. They're in talks for conducting a new Shrek reboot. Oh. Yes, a Shrek reboot. Yes. So speculation is that they will reuse the same voiceover actors. Um, so yes. Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy <laughs> will join back um, and bring on an updated feel to the fairy tale story from far, far away. That's awesome. But isn't it a different company that did, wasn't it? I think DreamWorks did. Yeah. Um, the original Shrek um, so I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like I need more information. I am excited about it. I, I, I don't know. What more stories can they tell? So I guess I have to see a trailer where I, I kind of get a feel for what the story is going to be. Because um, if they reboot and just do the same thing all over again, then I don't think they're it's just gonna, a money grab. I don't think they're going to do the same thing all over again. The, I hope not. Because Illumination seems like it's pretty much like on the pulse of pop culture. Yeah. Um, they... You know, their first big movie was, you know, Despicable Me. They worked with Pharrell Williams with yeah, the music. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they seem like they're pretty in tune to the zeitgeist. Uh, so we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm holding off on my excitement. Potentially, there's a lot of, you know, room for them to do really great. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I, I think they'll do fantastic. I hope so. They haven't, they haven't done bad yet on most of their films, I don't think. I've, I mean, I got kids. I've seen all those films, so they've done a good job on them. And then there we go. Yeah. Do you have uh, anything else for I news? I do have one more, and I picked right. this one for you. Um, just because it's, it's kind of a... Well, I picked it because I got mad at first, and then I started reading, and I was like, oh, this is for D. So I picked this one for you. I picked it for me, actually, because I, I started reading, uh, not reading the article, I just read the headliner. Okay. And I was like, oh, it got my blood boiling for a second. Uh-oh. But I always read the article. Okay. I, I, I am that guy, I will read it. And I start reading, and I realize that, okay, okay, I'm not going to go boycott a place that I absolutely love. What? And that is like the mag- most magical place on earth. Disney. Yes. What? Yeah. What are they doing? So they um, banned a man for uh, riding down uh, Splash Mountain, wearing a Trump hat, and uh, holding up a, a <laughs> sign that says Trump 2020. Why? And so th- it, and and that got me furious for a second, and then I started reading through, and yeah. my freaking phone won't pull up the article now. Um, I start I, I start reading through, and this guy yeah. has already been kicked out of Disneyland once and warned for hanging banner, uh, a banner over uh, the train station. Uh, And so he was already warned, but still allowed to come into the parks Mm -hmm. that they're not, they don't allow it. it, They, they allow freedom of speech and all that kind of stuff, but they don't allow people to promote or do anything like that within their park. And so the first time they warned them, the second time they banned them. So then I went, Oh, Okay, he's just an idiot who does this mm-hmm. just to piss people off. And it's crazy because we have to realize that when we read stuff like that, just how like you got triggered, there's hundreds of thousand people that read that article and got triggered oh, yeah. or, and didn't fully understand or right. fully grasp you know, everything. So I think that's even a way for people on both split ends to you know, make that mistake of not fully understanding a situation. Right. 
And well, well, that's that's what separates the smart population from the dumb population. The dumb population just gets triggered and doesn't read it. The smart population actually looks into it before they make that decision. And that's what I did. Or what's even worse, what if the news article doesn't say or include that information? They just exclude it. So oh. then even if you did go in depth in that article, you still don't get all the information. Oh, I'd go find another article with the information if there was any other information. But people aren't going to go all out to do that. Typically what we do, and I do, I'm, you know, fall privy to this, everyone does this, but they'll look for news articles that support our views and then just go off of that. Yeah. We'd we'd be like, oh, this is right, this supports my view, why do I look for anything else? There there is a majority of people that do that. I, 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 I just, I'm always in the news. I'm yep. always reading the news. So I, I just, I, it's, I make a habit to read every side. You're and a special then, kind of person, my friend. I try, you know, mm-hmm. now, my heart is melting right now. Oh, dear, don't Oh God. Now, speaking <laughs> of investigating, they are coming out. Have you ever grown up watching cartoons? Yeah. Uh, what kid didn't? Uh, Mormons uh, Mormons kids. watch TV they do don't they not believe in electricity who's the ones that don't believe in electricity um I don't know so, oh you're talking about the freaking uh Amish Amish yeah Amish, the bearded yeah. uh bearded uh, well you're not bearded farmers as a kid. well you will not as a if, kid if you're but. bearded as a kid we need to talk yeah I need some some of what you got because I can't even <laughs> grow a full beard and I'm Four years away from 40 now. There we go. Oh, All God. right. Um, back from Patches McGee. Yes. Um, over here, investigative work. Um, a new movie is coming out um, called Detective Pikachu. They are making a live action Pokemon movie for the first time. That's awesome. Right? Now, I've seen the trailer for this. The Pokemon look weird. Have you ever seen Pokemon? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know if you're Amish or not. I used to to walk around playing the game, you know. Okay, there you go. So they're they're making a live action Pokemon movie where the Pokemon, like, they have fur and everything. Like, they look realistic. It's kind of cool, kind of weird looking. That sounds interesting. And And they're going to pop out of balls and shit? Yeah, it's, it's Pokemon. This is awesome. Right? Yeah. Um, and the person who is voicing over the Pikachu in this, which isn't this, is not Ash's Pikachu. It's oh. just a completely different Pikachu, is one of your favorite actors. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. I know that's going to make you want to see it that much more. Now I'm watching the movie. Yes. I, I, that is done. And it's hilarious. And oh. the premise is that this Pokemon is a detective. So he's a Pikachu, wears a detective hat, voiced over by Ryan Reynolds. But um, one per, one random guy can all of a sudden understand what he's saying. And when the Pikachu is talking to him, it's the voice of Ryan Reynolds. Yes. While everyone else just hears, Pika, Pika. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is awesome. Yes. So um, I'm pretty excited about that. Go ahead, check out the trailer if you haven't yeah. seen it. It looks super realistic, super awesome. I, I really like check it. Check that one out um, myself now, too. Right? But once again, you're listening to What's With Millennials on KSSU Stingers Up. Uh, this episode, we are remembering Stan Lee. So let's go ahead and get started with our next segment which is if you've been living under a rock with announcer man stan lee born 
Stanley Martin Lieber on December 28th, 1922, has passed away November 12th, 2018 at the age of 95. Stan Lee started as an editor for Marvel Comics at the age of 19. He helped create some of the most known superheroes in the world, including Fantastic Four, X-Men, Hulk, Black Panther, Spider-Man, and many more. With the loss of a man, a visionary, and a legend, we thank Stan Lee for his efforts and accomplishments, all while keeping in mind that with great power comes great responsibility. This has been If You've Been Living Under a Rock. So, all right, man. Um, so, first impressions, we just lost Stan Lee. Uh, once again, for those who don't know, he was, you know, one of the head guys at Marvel Comics, um, who's mostly known for their films. So, first impressions, remembering Stan Lee, Truex. Um, I saw the news the day after um, we lost a family member, and I was shocked. Um, honestly, I was never expected, Was he was never in my mind to die yeah. anytime soon, you know, just wasn't and uh he he led the way for comic books i mean mm-hmm. and and care in, in superheroes and and um i think it it was a sad person to see go because mm-hmm. i think he still had more in him which i read an article there might be a new superhero um that he created before he died oh there was <laughs> there was a sketch that uh key and peel did about Stanley still trying to pitch like superheroes, <laughs> and it's just like it is, he's he's pitching them to like the board, and it's just like all old people. He's like, okay, here's Pill Man, where he gets his power from a pill when he takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, that's so, great. So I, I would actually be pretty. I think it'd be pretty funny if he actually did make a superhero like that. Yeah, see, uh, I, I saw that. I saw that article. I, that's actually one I just I was skimming through, and yeah. I didn't take time to read that one. But it was something about his daughter and him had created a new superhero before he passed away. Oh, that's awesome! Which there might be a new one coming out. Yeah, we'll see. You know, never here's know. hoping. You never know. I, I think um, why a lot of people might even have been caught off guard is that typically when it comes to celebrities. Um, when we see them in the public eye, we'll see them like maybe once in a year, maybe if that, or like every other year, what have you, and it'll be just like in a tabloid or like a news article, whatever. We won't see like a full blown video of them up in front of us or whatever. Now for the past 10 years, they just, Marvel studios has just celebrated their 10 year anniversary. This man has been appearing once or twice in front of our faces every single year in video, full-blown on-screen. Yeah. Like, saying lines. And no one recognizes him. Right? Except for, <laughs> except for the people who are looking for him in every movie. Well, I mean, I it's, feel like most people recognize... If you're a Marvel fan by now, like, you recognize yeah, him in you, the movies. You know who he is. So, I mean, we... I could tell just because, like, you know, when I, whenever we see him, I always hear people laughing in the movie theaters because they know it's him. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I think that's why it might have caught a lot of people off guard because I didn't even realize he was ninety five. Yeah, I didn't. I either. thought he was younger than that. Yeah, so, I did too. I, when I read it, I was like, "Oh crap!" 
I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really old. I, Sorry to 95-year-olds that listen to us. <laughs> you know how much trouble you get yourself into in 95 years? Holy crap. You know how much trouble I got myself in in 36 years? Not if you're a pill man. A uh, pill man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's too funny. Um, um, but, yeah. But that's kind of how I feel why people think, you know, we're kind of shocked by this. Um Another thing that I wanted to talk a little bit about was uh, his quote. Some of his famous lines that he made, um, one of the most famous was, um, with great power comes great responsibility, right? And I see that repeated all the time, everywhere in different iterations and what have you. Um, But I feel like that too can strike a chord with, you know, even being like, I don't know, just like, uh, a thing that you say to yourself all the time to kind of wake you up, get yourself up like a, like a Bruce, like for instance, I, I have a Bruce Lee quote that I have on my phone and I like to put different quotes on my background in order to kind of like get me through whatever I'm going through. Um, but I feel like when it comes to his superheroes from Stan Lee, um, that there really was a connection to finding the power within yourself, not necessarily from your powers. Yeah. I like that. Kind of different, right? Yeah. Like, I like, that's how I looked at it, buddy. But anywho, but um, let's talk about Stan Lee's favorite superhero. Do you know who that was? I don't. Out of the ones that he created. (sighs) When you think of Marvel, who's Marvel's poster boy? Who is at the head, who the most popular superhero? The most popular. Out of Marvel, yes. (sighs) If you had to take a guess. Spider-Man. There, yay! yay. There we go. So that's his favorite. That's his, that was his favorite superhero. Nice. Now I'll give a couple of reasons that um that why he loves Spider-Man and why it was his favorite superhero. We could talk a little bit about Spider-Man. Um, he loved one. He loved how international it was. So I don't know if you ever seen, but like there was an old show back in the day, a live-action show. That was, it was like an, I don't know if it was Chinese or Japanese, but they had like an Asian Spider-Man. Oh no, really? Had, yeah, it was like during the time of like the Power Rangers. So like, <laughs> I guess that would be like 90s or 80s. They did. And like he would jump, it was weird. They're Asian Spider-Man. Okay, first of all, not being racist. His eyes was like slits. <laughs> Not being racist. No, that's literally how it was. Like they slanted his eyes. Was that was that either? Was that a cost cutting or was it just a, no necessity? No, no, no. They the, the, first of all, I, the, I, white people didn't make this. Like if this was made in Asia, in either China or you know Japan, or whatever. So but, so they made the slits for the eyes for themselves. I mean, yeah. So it just okay. looked like Spider Man's eyes, but it was just like more narrow. Okay. Um, and like it was, he had it was like during the time of the Power Rangers. And he would like jump into like this mech machine thing and like fight things and stuff like that. It was really weird. Yeah, it was like, but yeah, but so they had that. So once again, Spider Man is international. Spider Man obviously is international. Spider Man is very international. I want to find a clip of that. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to look that up. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna have to look that up. Um, He loved how. Spider-Man wore a mask so anyone in any race, ethnicity, or gender could see themselves as Spider-Man. Ooh, I like that. Now, he said he doesn't think that's what they were 
thinking of when they were making it, but that was just something that came up afterwards that he realized and was like, oh, that's really cool that that kind of happened. And, you know, during the time, it was really weird for superheroes to be fully masked and stuff. Yeah. Um, They typically would have like, um, like either their face showing or just have like the domino mask. Um, but, but some part of your face. So Spider-Man was one of the first ones to just be fully full head covered. Yeah. That's but, all. I didn't know that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. We're learning here. We are learning. Um, he loved how Spider-Man had small world problems, which made him relatable. Um, so when other heroes at the time would have problems like, uh, Oh, how do I stop a meteor from destroying the earth? Peter Parker would have problems like, Oh, how do I pay for rent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you know, how, how do I have enough time to study for these tests? Yeah. Um, yeah. So he made it very relatable. Um, did, how did, did you ever grow up like watching Spider-Man or Spider-Man cartoons or anything like that? I, I did watch a little bit of them, uh, but I, I was uh, more into like Superman, Batman, uh, I didn't. I didn't become big into Spider Man until my kids. My kids got me into Spider Man more. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. How, Car- when did they get you into Spider Man? Well, um, Carden is like the biggest Spider Man fan ever. Um, <laughs> so she kind of really is the one that pulled me into really liking Spider Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, like, was it like more... the '90s cartoon? Was it the? Well, I I think I watched the '90s cartoons, but my daughter, as an adult. Yeah, I, actually, like I'd never really watched too much of the Spider-Man stuff. I, I saw him, but it wasn't my thing. Oh, okay, I yeah. see, I see. Yeah. Um, guess what I just found? What'd you find? <laughs> oh yes, Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> you see his eyes? Yes. Yes, yeah, so that's him climbing up the, <laughs> climbing down the side of the building, up on the rooftop, up on a rooftop, doing karate chops. You know, it it kind of makes sense because, like, yeah, he's like he's doing like these uh, martial arts moves. Yeah. So it makes sense that you know he wouldn't be from. Look at his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't kidding. No. Oh my god. Look at that. That's his mech. He calls in his mech. Yeah. Calls in his mech. To, to, it's a transformer. It's, yeah. That's a transformer. Hey, it was back in the It was big back in the day. The mechs ever. If you didn't have a mech back in the day, how you had no way to get around. So, so you just, they, they, they mixed transformers and Spider-Man. Yeah. Like I said, it was during the time of like Power Rangers and stuff, man. See? That's awesome. There you go. I kind of want to watch a whole like episode <laughs> now. It had the, the 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 subtitles down there, so right, a little bit there of history know. for you. Um, now let's talk a little bit about Stanley's influence in the superhero genre and comic book genres, right? Um, he based Marvel in a world that was based on reality. So opposed to what DC was doing, Superman was the first. Um, comic book superhero ever right um and he was based in metropolis and batman was based in um gotham you yeah. know so they're all in these fictitious cities marvel was all based in real cities um so it was based in like new york and chicago chicago and- right um so whenever there was a crisis in the real world 
it happened in the Marvel comics. Oh. Yeah. So, like, for instance, uh, Captain America was big around, I believe that was World War II? I think so, or, like, right after it, or during the Red Scare or whatever. Um, but, yeah, but he was, it was showing patriotism, right? Okay. Um, so, yeah, so there was that. Uh, problems, uh, oh, he introduced uh, heroes with no secret identity. Oh. So, the Fantastic Four... That you yes, never realize yes. they don't have any mask or anything. It's just yeah. straight up their face. <laughs> so um, what would happen in his worlds were sometimes the superheroes would become like celebrities. Yeah. Right? And one could argue, um, I don't know if you ever saw Iron Man, the first movie. Yes, I have. did. I, I, that's one of my favorites. Now, you remember at the very end, uh, Robbie Robert Downey Jr. Um, is speaking before the press and he he stands before the press, and right before it ends, he goes, "I am Iron Man." Yes, right. Yes, that was a um, ad libbed line. Oh, really? So he wasn't supposed to say uh, that. Oh, and they kept it, so it changed the future scripts of for potentially all of the Marvel movies because he's not supposed to be known. His identity is supposed to be secret. Oh, and snap. some could are I know, right? Doesn't that change? That's that gross. changes a lot. Yes. I, I never realized that it wasn't supposed I, to be. I didn't realize that until I started studying, man. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I just want to say, yeah. Did you know what my favorite first comic book that I ever bought was? What? Iron Man. Was it? Yeah. Did Did he look like um like how he looks now, or was it, was it recent? Was it? It was ninety. It was this was nineties. I think I bought it. No, okay. like early nineties. Would you say that Iron Man is your favorite Marvel superhero? Uh, I would say would be one of my favorites, yes. Ooh. Who is your favorite then? I got a couple. You have a couple? I have a couple. Can you can you say your top two? Uh top two would be Iron Man and um uh uh I'm blanking right now. Well who was Iron Man fighting with in your brain? Because you were like, eh, he's one of my tops. Wolverine. Oh, okay. See, psh, psh. there you go. Okay, Wolverine's a really good one too. Yes, and that's thank he's, you. He's, I, I don't know why that got stuck. You're good. He's very popular though. Yeah, like that's he's pretty much. They changed. Wolverine was never supposed to be the main character of X Men, yeah. but when the you know your character is so popular, when they come out with a group thing, like a group movie, and like he's a central character in it. <laughs> yeah. Like he was when X Men first came out, he was like the central yes. character in it. Um, and then also Stanley also uh, first at was the first to add adjectives to the front of heroes' names to spice up their intros, um, such as like the Amazing Spider Man, ah. the Incredible Hulk, the Mighty Thor. To to really get that. Yeah, that it's punch. More than just the name. It's more than just a name. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the films now, the films of okay. the Marvel yes. Studio films. They've been around for 10 years. They've been around for ridiculous long. It feels like it's been, they've been around longer. Does it? Yeah, it really does. Well, I mean, okay, so there were Marvel movies that were before then, but they weren't like part of the cinematic universe, okay. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, yeah, see, I, I don't know the difference between okay. all of them. Let me explain so. to you. So... Everything that happened after Iron Man 1, 
that was part, basically that for the most part, that's part of the Marvel cinematic universe. Okay. For the most part. Um, I won't get into all the differences now, but just know that it's, if Iron Man one is basically like Marvel's Jesus. So then there's like BC (laughs) and then there's AD, right? So then everything after Iron Man is like 80 and everything before that is like BC, right? Okay. So everything BC, they don't count. Everything 80, they count. Okay. Okay. Um, So that's why they remade Hulk and remade some Spider-Man. Well, the interesting thing about that. Okay. There's one. Okay. So technically, if we get even more on technicality, you could say Edward Norton's Hulk was the 81 but they switched the actor but technically right. that movie is still a part of oh. that line oh so they, they they're picking and choosing now i guess so yeah yeah kind of, <laughs> a little bit cheap there yes um so like the movies that they didn't count like just think like any of those 90 cheesy movies like um well i mean i love those 90 cheesy movies. so like blade doesn't count um, even though he's Marvel, though. Oh. Um, Ghost Rider doesn't count, even though he's Marvel. Well, um, Nicolas Cage also played a really good Ghost Rider. I'm just I, saying. He did. He, he did a really uh, good one, job. One of that. my wishes is that I, I want them to make, bring back Blade. I want them to bring back Ghost Rider. Yes. I really do. Yes. Um, then they. I want them to bring back Punisher to the big screen. I love it on not Netflix. Going to, I, I wish they could just cherry pick like John Bernthal and yeah. just put him into the MCU. Yeah. Like I, I don't want him changed. I why, like him perfectly. Why, why, yes, why wouldn't they be able to? Because there's technical, like they can't, they say it's part of the same universe, but this, the stuff that happens in the movies never happens in the show. Basically all they did was when they, which is what they said was going to happen, that it was all going to be incorporated, but it never did turn out that yeah. way. Um, but what ended up happening was they had the first Avengers movie came out where they had a big alien invasion and then characters in the TV shows on Netflix would just refer to that as like the incident or like the invasion or whatever. Right. right? Um, but then everything else that happened in the movies after that, they would never refer to. Got it. But they say it's part of the same universe, which they really, it really wasn't, which is probably why the viewership dropped down because they weren't keeping continuity. Yes. Um, but anywho, so everything before that, like the old fantastic fours don't count. Um, old X-Men's don't count. Um, trying to think of other like random Marvel movies. Um, they, but anyway, but all they, those they, don't count. They, they wish they can kick the green lantern out. Well, that's, that's actually DC. Oh, that is DC. That's DC. Oh. So yeah, Marvel why, don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's, that's the thing that's first splitting up the Marvel universe, right? Is, is the time frame. The second thing splitting up the Marvel universe is that Marvel almost went out of business. I remember that. They almost went out of business. So in order to save themselves, what they did was that they sold all of their movie properties for all of these um, superheroes, which is why different studios own all these uh, the rights to these different movies. Okay. So then that's why for the longest time they couldn't have Spider-Man in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe um, because the rights were owned by Sony. They can't have... That's right. That's the... And then now the Disney buyout, now it's all there. Right? Disney of Fox. Before, they couldn't have X-Men or Deadpool um, because Fox owned owned it, and then yeah. now they just bought yeah. them out, right? So then now we're living in this exciting time 
where all the creations and influences from Stan Lee can come together and be under one powerhouse to make just like this epic Marvel uh, live action comic strip. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yes. And it's amazing that Stan Lee was the one that pushed all this. Yes. Um, now, I'm hoping out of the old movies that they have from, from the buyout, right? The ones that I hope that they're able to translate well into the Marvel Cin- Cinematic Universe. Um, one, I'm hoping that they pick a good Wolverine. Yes. I I wish uh, What's-His-Face would do it, but... Hugh Jackman. Yes. Yes. But he's he's old now. If you think about it... What Did you know what? that when they picked him for, for Wolverine, he had no clue who Wolverine was? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> when he agreed to do the movie, he was like, who's Wolverine, by the way? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It was freaking hilarious. I just read that today. That actually. means he didn't even have to try out, did he? Uh, no, he I don't think so. He didn't know what so. the character yeah, was. No. Had no clue what the character was. Of course he didn't. That's... Uh, anywho, I'm mad at Hollywood. Um, <laughs> but but he, I mean, played, he, did, he, he did fantastic, He right? did do yeah, fantastic. So, yeah, yeah. so they so just typecasted it. They, they can't be mad at Hollywood. They typecasted that. They typecasted that. Who would have done a be- uh, better job than him? Um, I don't know, which is why we're in this predicament right now. Because now we're thinking they're first of all they're not going to bring in Hugh Jackman, no, to to replay Wolverine, no, just because they're going to have to repick whoever they have for X Men, right? And they want someone, in the wise words of Deadpool, we have to pick some young faces to carry this franchise for at least ten years. Mm. So Hugh Jackman is what, like fifty, sixty, yeah. like he's he wouldn't be able to do it for another ten years. Um, even though I think he was a phenomenal Wolverine, they're going to have to pick someone younger. Yeah, but who? Who? I don't know. I was actually hoping, I was thinking about Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy, the guy who played Venom. Oh, I haven't seen him. Venom Tom yet. Hardy, sorry. Wow. Yeah. Tom Hardy. I haven't seen Venom. Oh, Venom, yet. you need to see Venom. Venom was actually pretty good. So um, he would play Wolverine then too? No, well, he can't because he's Venom now. All right. Venom's part of... Well, well you just said you were thinking him, but... I thought he would be able to do it, but now he's Venom. Oh, why, why are you trying to confuse me, man? Because that's what I do. Yeah, well... Um, <laughs> so Wolverine, for one. Um, and then who else who I think would be hard? I, I want them to do Blade. Oh, Blade would be awesome. I think that Michael B. Jordan would be fantastic as Blade, even though he was already in the MCU. I think that would be cool for him to be that. Or like John Boyega, who yeah. was... You ever see the new Star Wars movies? Uh, no. Um, I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, John Boyega, I think he would be a good actor as well. I don't know if he'd be good. good Blade. He would have to get in shape. I think if he could get in shape, that he'd be able to play that off pretty well. I say Jaden Smith, you know. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think... <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'd be good for him. No. Um... And then, of course, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Ghost Rider. I definitely oh, want to see them bring yeah. back Ghost Rider. Um, who could play Ghost Rider? Norman Reedus. Yes. I almost <laughs> cussed right there. Uh, yes. Norman Reedus would be the perfect person for that. For Ghost Rider, oh, right? Yeah. I think. Oh, I don't yeah. care how old he is. Oh, yeah. He's got the, the real attitude to what Nicolas Cage played. Like, like he's got the for real attitude. Yes. Nicolas Cage had to act that shit. Out. I would be so happy. That's Sorry. okay. Good. <laughs> I would be so. I'd be so happy. Um, oop, oop, oop. There we go. Um, so there's that. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about where are we looking on time. Oh, 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 you gotta look where are we at. 
Okay, we're doing good. It's been about 40 minutes or so. Um, let's talk about my top picks for the top five Stanley cameos. Okay. Do you know what those are? What cameos are? Where they make the surprise visits. Yes. So the top five. It's like fi- a doctor with a white glove and they tell you to bend over and you're like, oh, oh God. I didn't, I didn't ask for this. So for the people who don't know, uh, Stan Lee was notorious for making appearances in as many, if not every Marvel movie that came out past, what, like the 80s? Um, yeah. Just as like a short cameo, whether he's just like in the background or he actually has a line or whatever. Um, so here are my top five of uh, the Stanley cameos. Okay. Starting with number five, Spider-Man 3, 2007. Now, this is the one with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Uh, the good Spider-Man. <laughs> or uh, he's playing Peter Parker in the scene, and he's walking the streets thinking to himself when he humbly stops to look at a news feed about his heroic efforts. When Stan Lee approaches and stands next to him and says, you know, I guess one person can make a difference. Enough said. I was yeah, like, oh, that's, that's a good one. The feels. The feels. Um, number four, Iron Man 2. And this came out uh, 2010. Um, in a montage of sequences, sequences shot in the first person of Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark, as he makes his way through crowds speaking to other celebrities, he walks up to Stan Lee, who is dressed up in a tie and a purple shirt, and someone says, Larry King! <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> he had no line. That yeah, was like literally, yeah, yeah, that was just yeah. it. Uh, I was dying when I saw that. Uh, number three, The Amazing Spider-Man 2012. This is the Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Um, the first one out of the two movies that he made. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is fighting with the lizard at his school when they get thrown through a wall of a library where Stan Lee is listening to opera through his headphones, oblivious of the epic fight going on behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was just sitting there just kind of like waving his hands back and forth, just just completely oblivious of everything going on. He was 95, so I don't think he needed the headphones not to hear. Right? Yeah. Um, number, that was... Three? That was three. Uh, number two. Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier. This was 2013. Chris Evans's Captain America steals his suit from a local museum to prepare for a climactic fight. Uh, Shortly after, Stan Lee is shown in a security guard outfit walking through the museum when he stops, look up, and says to himself, Oh, man, I am so fired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, all right <laughs> number one this one is the one that had me rolling in the movie theater when i saw this this was iron man one okay so 2008 the start of the marvel cinematic universe robert downey jr's tony stark enters a party on a red carpet and passes a sharply dressed stan lee who is speaking to two women Tony Stark walks past him and taps him on his shoulder as he walks away and says, you look great, Hef. (laughs) (laughs) As in Hugh Hefner. People who didn't get that. Oh, that's great. But yes, I thought that was funny. Yeah, that that one's fantastic. I thought that was hilarious. Um, Hilarious. 
hilarious. I don't, uh, don't, I don't say hilarious. Yes, yes, that was very hilarious. Now, with the fate of the world in the hands of millennials, we take a closer look at who lead, those who lead the pack in our next segment called This Is America with Truex. Wrestling means the what? I saw, I saw this was America. I live in the real world where men sell propane and propane accessories. Huh? Is this America? I saw, I saw this was America. Well, isn't it a fantastic country that we have all the freedoms in the world? We have all the rights to do what we basically want to do within the law, right? But we also have that freedom to do what we want. And why not just on your day off, hop in your truck, go for a spin, and purposely drive into a courthouse. Oh. And after you're caught from driving into the courthouse because you went nowhere, you're just absolutely brutally honest with the police about why you did it. Man, God bless America. Okay, so why did you do that? So, so this man... Um, apparently, uh, really was mad. And the reason why he was mad was, um, that this guy who's 28 years old, uh, intentionally crashed into the courthouse. Um, and he says, uh, where, where, where the freak did it go? Um, so a man crashes into a courthouse. Yes. Uh, Obviously. Oh, here it is. Okay. So. Um, He told officers he intentionally crashed into the Harrison County Courthouse early Saturday because it was the best way to let them know his drug paraphernalia had been stolen. Oh, I thought you meant that he had drug paraphernalia. Did did he crash and then he come in with a white mustache? Uh, Maybe he actually. Well, he's like, I can't. It looks like there might be a mustache there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a drug mustache. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I can't find my drugs. I had them no. in front of my nose, and then now I don't know where they go. So, so this this dum dum okay. um, thinks that the best way to tell the police that his drugs have been stolen hmm. is to drive into the courthouse where he'll probably be standing and be arraigned. You know, it kind of makes sense though. Like he just wanted to get a head start on it. H, if you think about it. They definitely know his drugs is missing. <laughs> they definitely know. They know the drugs are gone. They, they probably have a guess where they where went. Where it went, but the, they they're def- not. They still need a little more evidence. Yeah, no, I think he just drove the evidence through the front wall. But you know, I, I just love that we can live in a country where you have the freedom to drive into a a, a courthouse. I don't think you live until you Kool Aid the side of a jailhouse. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, anywho, his his truck was red. Jeez, oh, oh, that's too great. All right, moving on. Top five Marvel movies. Yes. Do you have anything for this list? I do. Okay, perfect. Do you want to start with your five? I'll start with my five. You, you go with your five. Okay. So my... I can build mine off of yours. Okay. Well, no. so you don't. You're not. <laughs> no, I have movies. Don't you worry. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, so no, this uh-huh. one I had a, I had a hard 
hard one to decide. Okay. Because so I had a tie for my fifth place. Okay. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. So a tie for my fifth place was Deadpool. Okay. And the Avengers. Okay. The reason why they're both tied is because I love the character Deadpool itself. Um, I think it's so unique. I love Ryan Reynolds as I'm like that was this was a, a a role he fought for for years. Yeah. Where he had to settle for Green Lantern instead, uh, but eventually, you know, he kept fighting for it and eventually got the role as Deadpool. And it makes sense too because he's got that perfect sense of humor. Absolutely. From like his original movies, that it fits right into that movie. Yeah, like the like there's. You know, once every blue moon, like characters just click in the roles like they were born to play. Yeah. And that definitely was the oh, one yeah. that he was. Um, so I just love his portrayal of Deadpool. And then the reason why I love the Avengers, uh, the first Avengers was because it was groundbreaking. It was the first set of movies uh, or the first movie that comprised a bunch of different characters from different singular movies and put them all together in one movie and it was just revolutionary yeah um especially for you know 2012 was the first time that they they ever you know really did that um and it just changed how people set up their movies and it started off you know the golden age of superhero films okay so that's my number five what's your number five uh my number five See, I didn't write these down, so I'm just going off the top of my head. All right. All right. Uh, my number five is going to be, I'm going to have to say, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Yeah. Why? Um, I, I I think it's a great superhero movie. I mm-hmm. think it's phenomenal. I love um, uh, Chris, what's his face? I don't know. Who cares about last names? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I love the characters. Um I just uh, I think it was a little too cheesy for me when it comes to the the superhero side of it. I gotcha. So that's why I put it at number five. Okay, there you go. All right, number four, Thor three, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's your favorite one. No, that's not my favorite one. Well, that, that's your favorite Thor. That is my is favorite it? Thor. Yes, yes. That is my favorite Thor. Yes, yes. That's your favorite Thor. That's, that's the one that you I still have not seen. Before you leave, we're gonna have you watch that. I've I'm like no. I've gotten a quarter of the way no. through it. But You're gonna watch all of it. Before not tonight. Leave. I tonight, can't. Yes, no, I can't do it. You do. Sorry. Choice. I didn't ask permission hey, for a sleepover. Okay. For Stanley. I, I didn't ask permission for a Look sleepover. Look at me. Look no. at me. Stanley. No. no, I can't. I he can't. would want you to. No, he would. But no. Oh, so we agreed. No. <laughs> all right. So. Um, reason why that is in my top five, why Thor Ragnarok is in my top five, I reinvented that character. Um, I did not care for Thor whatsoever in the first three movies he appeared in, which was the um, Thor one and then the Avengers and Thor two. Uh, I was just like, I was uninterested in that character whatsoever. I didn't really quite get it. I don't think that, like, I don't think that Chris. Uh, Hemsworth was a bad actor. I just think like the stories weren't that interesting. Yeah. Um, and then it just got this boost that just rejuvenated his franchise. And then now I want to see more. I want to see this new iteration of Thor. Yeah. It's a lot more funnier. Um, I feel like it flows a lot better with, you know, his character. It's more entertaining. 
And I enjoyed it. That's why it was my number four. Okay. What's your number four? Um, my number four. Now, do, do we have to stay in the, the new Marvel Universe? No, you can do. Okay. Um, ones, yeah. It would be uh, the original Spider-Man with uh, um, Tobey Maguire. Maguire. Yes. Um, I I thought it was a phenomenal series of movies, the, the few that was he, he was in. But I, I I really enjoyed it because they, they hit the storyline pretty, pretty darn well. Um, they kept to it. Um, yeah, maybe a few things were off, but uh, overall, when it came to you know his uncle dying and mm-hmm. his aunt, and it, they they kept to the storyline. I, I liked the originality of leaving it that way. I think the only thing that that they strayed from the original storyline was uh, his web shooters. Yes, yeah. Um, but besides that, yeah, it was like pretty spot on, even down to like the costume. Yes. And uh, and uh, what's his face that played Green Goblin? It was amazing. Uh, Willem, Willem, William? Willem, yeah, it's Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, Dafoe, Mister Dafoe. There we go, that guy. No, he was yeah. good. Yeah, I think he, as weird as it sounds, too. I don't know, he might be too old for this, but I think he would play a really good Joker. Ooh, he would. Like he has the face. Yeah. For for it. Yeah, he does. They have that long. Yeah, exactly. Horse with the face hair or right? whatever. The horse face? Dang. No chill. I, I got that one from Trump. All right. Number <laughs> three. Mine is Guardians of the Galaxy. Higher up on my list. Um, I relate to the character Peter Quill a lot. One, because I love... Um, the actor plays him, uh, Chris, not Hemsworth, not Evans. Wow. His name is blanking. I'm going to shoot myself after this. Um, you know who I'm talking about, right? The actor who plays Peter Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, this is going to bug me. It's, it's Chris. What's his face, right? Chris. What's his face? Yeah. Okay. We're going to sit here and Chris look. Pratt? There we go. Thank there we you. go. You're welcome. I couldn't think of it earlier, and you weren't helping me out. So obviously, you had the brain. Chris too. Pratt. Um, so I love the character, uh, the actor Chris Pratt. Um, he, so he's, I, I, he's hilarious. And the character that he plays in Guardians of the Galaxy is this kind of one. He loves he loves music. I love music. He dances to it in like right out in the beginning. I was like, okay, I'm gonna like this movie. <laughs> Just right in the beginning. Um, And his attitude is kind of like, I don't think he's really delusional. I feel like he's more like, okay, this is a situation that I'm put in. I got to keep my head on my shoulders. I got to stay positive and kind of work through whatever I'm working through, whatever I'm going through in order to keep striving on. And like that, I relate to a lot. So this whole movie as a whole, I just related a lot with the character of Peter Quill, and that's why it was on my number three. Nice. My yeah. number three is Black Panther. Hey, hey! I like Black Panther. Uh, it, it made it made number three because I I love the idea of a hidden city. Ooh! Nobody knows it's there. Yep. Um, they kind of ruined it by giving it away. I forget how they they did that, but uh, it. And they, the them having the hidden city and that shield around it was phenomenal, and it was mm-hmm. something unexpected. Everybody thought it was this one, this one place, but it's it's not what they thought it was. So yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was great. They're like, oh, we've seen those feed the children commercials. We ain't need to go out there. Yeah, <laughs> we know what it's like. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
but yeah, the the cool thing about that, adding on to that too, um, which is since we're talking about number two, my number two is Black Panther. Nice. Um, so adding on to you know what you were saying um, with that dome thing, yeah, the, it's revealed that they're there now, but they still have that shield that is around their city. So then people keep trying to like come in and they can shield their city. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Um, but the reason why it's my number two is because it was cool to have a black superhero that anyone can dress up as, you know, how we were talking about Spider-Man has a mask so that anyone can be him. There can be white kids who be black Panther. There can be Asian kids who be black Panther, Indian kids, what have you. Um, so I think that part of it's really cool, but I related to, having not just the superhero himself be African or black, but having the whole cast be black and them not just being like stereotypes and them not just trying to like rob people and do all that. But there were like doctors or lawyers, there were politicians, there were leaders. Um, so I really appreciated that. And it was one of the only Marvel movies that made me close to crying. Cause I choked up at that one scene where he's having a, like, I don't know if people call it like a sp- spiritual awakening where his father just died and he sees his father and then, um, in, in his vision. And then he like kneels to his father and then his father tells him to stand up. You are a King. Like I yeah. teared up at that part yeah. because I was like, that's, that's awesome. I did. Yeah. It, it was a phenomenal movie. I, I was really um, amazed by it and, was not expecting it to be as good as it was. Yeah. Yeah. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is Iron Man, the original. Hey. Hey. Um, all because Iron Man is really one of my favorite characters. Um, I I love the movie. I love I love the way they they put it on. Um, you know, opening it up with him him uh, selling his his rockets and stuff, and then he gets captured, and I, I just thought it was a great film all the way around. They did such a good job on it. They did phenomenal. Very phenomenal. All right, um, my number one is Captain America First Avenger. So the very first Captain America movie um the reason why this is my number one is um because out of all these characters well it was it was hard between this one and black panther this one black panther and and uh guardians of the galaxy was was damn near like a toss-up between those three they were interchangeable um but captain america more so for me because once again i related with the character i related to being the weak guy who was just good-hearted that couldn't really do anything even though he tried and then eventually later on he found the strength in order to um help provide for other people and find the strength in himself um and i really related with that as well and i like the the you know the underdog coming up and making a victory and and winning um but yeah that's kind of why uh captain america was my number one okay um and my number one Mm mm-hmm is Deadpool. Hey. Hey. It is my all-time favorite Marvel movie. Uh, one, because it is filled with adult language. Okay. Um, okay. I, 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 I'm immature, and I love cussing. It's I think it's a great thing, and it really made that movie fantastic. Uh, second, secondary is because Ryan Reynolds is an 
the best mm-hmm. when it comes to this stuff. Um, and uh, it fits my personality. Just the jokes, the dirty jokes. The, of course the, they the, do. The out of line jokes that sometimes people are like, <gasps> you're like, that's me. That's me. It's me. <laughs> I, I, you know, there's some things I, I actually have to hold my tongue on and Ryan Reynolds gets to say it in the movie and it's fantastic. Uh, and, and third, it's got the most freaking weird way of commentary during you know directed at the audience he is talking to the audience and yep. that is my f- like it it's, it's that audience involvement which gets you to go oh yeah you're talking to me cool it, it i love how they did it breaking the fourth wall yes that's fantastic sure. whatever that, that's what it's called breaking the fourth wall well i'm i i don't know that so. okay um so here's learning lesson yes, okay thank so, you learning yeah. lesson teach me learn oh, me something i will teach you right now okay thank so you, why teacher. they call it breaking the fourth wall when you're looking at a film right um think you think about it right the walls that there are is the wall behind the character the wall to the left and right of the character and then the wall which is the camera screen okay Right. So then break. That's called the fourth wall. Okay. So they're breaking the fourth wall when when they're turning and talking to the camera, because that is essentially the fourth wall. And the camera is essentially not supposed to be so, talked to when it's well, film, we, right? when it's, you're watching it, you know that in their world, the camera is really just a wall. Right. Right. It's okay. not really right. there. But when they're talking to you, they're talking beyond the that fourth wall. wall. So then they're breaking the fourth wall. That's what that makes sense. There you go. Learn us something new. Thank you for learning me, professor. <laughs> no problem. I will learn you all night long. All right. No, thank you. We're going to go ahead and start. You're disgusting. <laughs> I am. We're going to start closing this out with our last segment, which is listener mail. Wake the f All right, this one is from Shauna. What's going on, Shauna? What's up, Shauna? Shauna writes, when a child asked Stan Lee, how did Rocket in Guardians of the Galaxy know which twig to plant after Groot died for him to regrow? Do you guys have any answers for this, Shauna? <laughs> um, it's a plant. And, uh... <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I mean, think we understand like, that. Well, there, but there's like different plants that you can like take a piece off of it and plant it and actually grow. So I think the question is what, because Groot got blown up into right. a bunch of different pieces. How did Rocket know which was there st- twig to plant? Is there a specific one that he was supposed to plant? Well, if there's someone's been blown, say if he was blown into five different pieces, how do you know which piece to plant? Because that's the one that Groot is going to start growing from. Well, How do you not know he's going to grow out of twig number three? Well, what if he grows out of all of them? What if he grows out of all of them? Because there are plants. You can you can take a piece of any part of it, plant it, and it's good to go. But then, is that still Groot then? Is he a bunch of different Groots? Well, Groot grew from... Yeah, it would be okay. a bunch of different Groots. So, technically, according to the person who wrote this, which was James Gunn, he says that this is not the same Groot as the first Groot. Well, yeah, it's going to be like a clone. So yeah, a he, say, he he refers to him as like Groot's kid. Yeah, in a way. But yeah, the, and that's what James Gunn's think. But the way that I think about it is like, no, that's just the same Groot because uh, he even calls Rocket dad. Yeah. So 
if he's calling Rocket dad, obviously the other group's not his dad in my eyes. So I still see that as the same group. But with that said, I think my answer for this, because I had to think about this for a little bit. My answer for this would be that the person who knows Groot the most would be Rocket, right? Yeah. Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. So I could just say, hey, he would have intuition. He had, he was hooked on a feeling. <laughs> And high on believing. So he had this feeling inside of him. He knew that his best friend was in one of these twigs. So as he had twig number one and to twig number 25 stacked in front of him, he's like, I know my friend more than anybody. And I feel deep down in my soul. This is, this is a group right here. Twig. This is group twig. Okay. So plant this twig. I, I, I think the trash panda, well, Groot, okay. Huh? Groot, yeah. I mean, sorry, uh, Rocket Raccoon, yeah. Yeah, the Trash Panda. Trash Panda, okay. I, I think he um, just grabbed one by chance because Trash Panda don't really care. And so he went, <gasps> it's a Trash Panda. That one will care. do it. And <laughs> he said, that's good. Is any twig? And plant it. It's like a succulent. You know, you just take a piece of the succulent, put it in a pot, and it grows. Or something else we didn't even think about. What if he he already was there, and then he just found them? Yeah. And then he was like, "Oh my God, he's alive! Let me plant him." After I found out that he's already alive. Yeah, maybe that was it too. So someone think about Shauna. There you go. There you go. All right. This next one is from Dan. What's going on, Dan? What's up, Dan? Dan writes, do you guys have any mantras to keep you focused? Dan. Um, mantras. I got one. Yeah. What's yours? Um, I have it. It is my only tattoo I have. And it says, live life worth living. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I used to have a mantra on my license plate. I went to the mall and had them like, this is back a long time ago. Jesus saves? No. No, uh, I mean, Fred, uh, Jesus likes fish sticks. Uh, well, he likes fish. I don't know if he ever got to eat fish sticks, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure he would, oh, especially with tartar sauce. It's delicious. Hmm. Yeah, Jesus is great. You know, if, if Jesus, he made was not a vegan. No, he was not he a vegan. Fish. He did eat fish, and he was an alcoholic. He drank wine. Uh, well, lots of people he, drink wine. He drank so much wine that it became his blood. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's now, how alcoholic he was. No, no, no. Now you're turning the story. No, no, no that's how it was. He drank so much wine. No, no. It he, became wine. He turned water into wine. But he, Which is his blood. He didn't drink wine. But then why is it his blood? I don't know. Because he's alcoholic. All I right. know why it's his blood. But anyways, what were we talking about? We're talking about... How Jesus's blood. <laughs> Thanks. So Dan, that answers your question. Your mantra is, is Jesus. Oh, Jesus's blood is wine. So why not drink? I didn't even get to give my my mantra. What was your mantra? Um, it it, it says uh, life's a bitch and then you die. Okay, so Dan, you know, <laughs> there's your mantra. <laughs> All right, this one is from Courtney. What's going on, Courtney? What's up, Courtney? Courtney writes, if you can make any Marvel movie. What would it be, and what would happen in it, Courtney? Ooh, ooh! Any Marvel movie? Any Marvel movie? Ooh, I would do a Super Avengers. What's a Super Avengers? The Super Avengers would be every Marvel character all together <laughs> <Yeah>. into one. <laughs> Ever? Ever? E- even even Japanese Spider Man? Yes. 
What was the other uh, question yeah. that she asked there? What was the second portion? Oh, uh, what would it be and what would happen in it? Oh, um, snowball fights. What? Snowball fights. What are you I, talking about? They, they, what would happen would be snowball fights, and it would be phenomenal. It like would be like use, a winter wonderland of superhero snowball fights. Like, they would have to use their powers to do it, though. Yes. Otherwise, it wouldn't be entertaining. Yes. So, like, Spider-Man, like, someone throws a snowball at Spider-Man, and he webs it, and then he swings it around his yes. head and throws it back at him. Exactly. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. And then, like... Uh, um, and then, like, someone throws a snowball at Captain America, and he throws a shield, and then knocks him out. Oh, he uses the shield as, a, as like, a sled. <laughs> it's going downhill, right? Yes. And, and then Spider-Man's, like, catching people coming down the hill on their, on their shield sleds. <laughs> and slings and, them and, back and up? Say, and slings them back up. Well, he puts the net out just so they don't, like, run into the, off the cliff. Um, because there's a cliff there. That this would be the most nonsensical, fun movie. That's what I'm saying. And then, like, Ghost Rider would just be standing there in, like, just a big puddle. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm not having fun, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, the, yeah, that would be my, my, my Marvel movie. Okay, so if I can make any Marvel movie, what would it be? I'd make Blade, damn it. Yeah. Or... What if like a Ghost Rider Blade movie? Ooh, it's like both a combination because they're both nighttime guys, right? Yeah. Well, <gasps> yeah. Well, Blade's really not because he can actually go in the light because he's a half breed. Yeah, but I mean, it's still you could base them both in nighttime. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. But or even just one or, or those, I'd be I'd be happy with if I could do a Ghost Rider. You know what? I would if I could pick one. If I could only pick one. I'd then I would do Blade. the I would do the Norman Reedus Ghost Rider. Would you? I'd really want to do that. I'd almost do Blade. But then who would you have as Blade? That's true. Like I mean, I think Michael B. Jordan or uh, John Boyega would be good as Blade. But I think that Norman Reedus would be the perfect. He would be uh, the Ghost perfect. Rider. I think you're right. I think Ghost Rider would have to be made first with Norman Reedus before he gets too old. And I think if I did that, I would have more. I had more uh, speaking power. If I could get Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be awesome. So there well, you go. Well, let's mark that. Right? Um, Marvel and Disney. Um, we came up with the Norman Reedus idea. Hey, well, yeah. Adonis did. I'm just the sidekick, though. <laughs> oh, I thought you said side chick. I no, was about to be no, like, yes. No. So there you go, oh, Courtney. you jumped on that one real quick. There you go, Courtney. We're jumping on side chicks. Yes. All right. This one, last one is from Jose. What's going on, Jose? Jose. Hi, Jose. What do you do if you're watching a scary movie with a girl and you get scared? Jose. Um, yeah, don't tell her you got scared. Go, Just, I mean, if you didn't jump, but it made your heart, like, just pound, don't tell her. Because then she's just going to be like, well, you can't protect me. I think that what you do, um, if you're watching a scary movie... And with a girl and you get scared if you want to immediately like confuse your feelings so then like you don't get scared you just immediately just start just start touching yourself <laughs> if you just start touching yourself immediately your body will be so confused like you'll be like i can't be scared am i scared i don't know why i'm scared that'll be like you'll, you confuse your body I, my you point. know what just hey just be honest with the girl 
you know what? If you if I'm you a get big, scared, fat baby. I'm a big fat baby. <laughs> this movie's scaring the, the 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 bejesus out of me. Can you can you cuddle me? That's actually a good move. Nah, You're welcome. That's a turn off. That's you, a girl. no no. Girl don't no. want to see that. Girl wants no. to see a man no. speed him. Because dude, no. If how he's, manly? If he's if he's if he's if, he's, if, he, if he, everything's about the timing, right? Okay. Okay. Hurry if, up. If he if his timing's perfect, she's gonna go. Oh, and snuggle up with him. No, I'm just saying. BS. Nothing looks no. more manly than seeing someone get killed in front of someone, and then the guy be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> if you, if if you, if you're, well, we have no cameras. Uh, you didn't just see what Diadonis was doing, but uh, yeah, they, that, they oh yeah, there they is know. there is a stroke in there they somewhere. Know. They know. They <laughs> know. <laughs> they don't need to say the hand. They know where it disappears oh, at. Oh no. Yes, nothing is more manlier oh. than that. So, Jose, that's how you do it. And Diodonis' answer wins. That's how you do it. All right. That is our time. I'd like to thank all of the listeners out there. We love you. We do love you guys. You guys are okay in my book. I don't oh. care what they say about oh. you. Oh, shout out. Shout out. Within Wait. Range. Make sure you go check them out on, on Facebook. Within Range, please. They're yes. amazing. Great bunch of guys. But, yes, um, anything else to say? Uh, no, but thank you for tuning in and listening to us about Stan Lee. All right. My name is Diodonis. And I am Truex. And we will go ahead and catch you guys later. Peace. Bye. If you'd like your question asked on here, email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow and like on Facebook at What's With Millennials. Follow on Instagram at wwm underscore show. And send us a tweet at wwmshow. What's With Millennials Podcast. <laughs>